It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Australia at Inspired EC headquarters, intergalactic headquarters of Inspired EC, Nicole Halton. How you doing, Nicole? G'day. It sounds like we're like evil, the intergalactic headquarters. <laughs> intergalactic <laughs> sounds evil? It does. It sounds evil. It's like, um, did you have the show Inspector Gadget over there, like the cartoon? Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, like the guy with the cat? Just makes um, me think of, you know, and he's like in a chair and he's got the cat and the cat's like. Well, that's like every James Bond movie. It is a bit like that, but it's very intergalactic headquarters style of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I mean, your office is not like you're stuff. in some sort of. Looks like you're in some sort of spaceship. It's so fancy and modern. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get into another episode of our new baby series on early learning math skills in a moment. Um, hey, I, I I noticed it's it's been six months since I got rid of my office chair. All, oh, all of that's my, gone fast. Yeah, all of my all of my computer time is standing now for the last six months, and uh, it's been delightful. Uh, it, it was a sometimes thing before. I had the adjustable little thing for the monitor, and I I just find a, it got rid of the chair because I thought maybe I would stand more if I didn't have a chair right there to sit in and it worked um and so the first uh three or four weeks was a little bit annoying and the legs got a little bit wobbly but um i've settled into it and i i feel like i'm i'm more productive when i'm at the computer now and uh i feel i i don't know if i'm healthier but i feel better do you take more breaks do you think because you are standing well look i'm at heart a lazy fucker so i I took lots of break. I take lots of breaks when I'm sitting too, but um, um, but you know, I, like if you're sitting in a chair, like it's easy to just keep pushing on through because you're comfortable anyway. So it's like you just kind of stay in the one spot. And it's not until yeah. you then get up that you're like, oh shit, everything hurts. I must have been sitting for too long. Whereas I think if you're standing, you're probably a little bit more tuned in to how you're feeling and whether you need to actually go and do something else. Yeah, yeah. I, I try not to do more than, than 20 and 30 minute bursts. And then I go do something in the kitchen and then I come back and work a little bit and then go do something with the dogs and come back and work a little bit. So that, that works out pretty good. Um, so it's been it's been a fun experiment. And I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it up since I gave my chair away. Um I went oh, I went I went all choice. in. I went all in on it. Um and hey listeners, speaking of that, coming up in 2023, we are going to give a go at some sort of uh 
uh, I don't know what we're going to call you, some sort of New Year's resolution support group when uh, <laughs> when all of the hosts of the show are going to going to come up with something they want to work on, something they want to improve, a new habit, something like that for the new year. And then we'll check in on it and kind of act as a support system. And uh, we want listeners to get involved, too. Maybe we'll do some sort of some some sort of listener Zoom and talk about it. But you can also call 228-363-6737 and tell us what you want to change in the new year because we're hoping to make it into some sort of support group thing. Uh, read, a, read another thing just today about, you know, how pe- how how online and, and other places you might read that if you're trying to, uh, to change something, if you want to get motivated, if you've got a goal, you're supposed to visualize the positive yeah. outcome of that thing. Yeah, it, it turns out, according to the neurologist, that's bullshit. Um, oh. You you can actually um, visualizing failure is best for ongoing motivation in achieving goals. Really? So you Visual- actually vi- visualize sort of the opposite result of what yeah. you're wanting to achieve. Visualizing yourself failing at the you. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can I see listening- how that would work. Listening to a, a, a podcast today, uh, Huberman is his name. He's a he's a neurologist, I think at Stanford, um, but he's got this podcast and he talks about this all this brain based research stuff. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna dig in more of into more of that as we as we look at kind of helping each other keep our New Year's resolutions. Uh, so we've got this uh, this little baby early learning math skills series going on, talking about you know how in the early learning settings we can help kids prepare to be to be math literate to 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 um, build numeracy skills and uh, what we're getting into this time is the idea that before we can build math skills we generally need to build physical skills in the early years way too often it seems like early learning programs are pushing kids towards learning numbers uh, before kids can even control their own bladders or you know <laughs> sit in chairs or hold a hold a, a a writing utensil and and so i want to talk a little bit about the physical side uh what we need to do with our bodies before we're able to to learn and 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 practice math skills when we get into school because that that whole physical part the building of the body is a is a big school readiness activity that we we tend to gloss over with with math learning and everything else Thoughts? Yes, correct. Um, so <laughs> this has been the Child Care Bar and Grill. Thanks that's for it. listening. Yeah, um, I like. I think I've banged on about it before. The whole concept of school readiness is one of those things that I get really worked up about, and this is one of those areas. Is that physical development? And you know, I often talk about it in terms of you know wanting children to be able to write their own name and all of those sorts of things, yet they don't actually have the physical capability of holding a pencil and formulating letters and whatever. We haven't built those physical opportunities. And I think, you know, the same goes for anything that we want children to learn or we think that they should be learning. It is, you know, it comes down to those fundamentals. And, you know, I can still remember I was at a training session years ago and um the speaker and I cannot for the life of me recall who it was but basically kind of demonstrated that you know that need for well the fact that your body kind of develops from the core out kind of to the extremities and you know 
he said we're wanting children to be able to and this is not a visual medium so it's very difficult to demonstrate but we're wanting them to be able to move their hands like to hold a pencil and actually Mm -hmm. you know turn their wrist and whatever yet if they can't you know move their elbows and move their shoulders and you know from that core out it's going to be very difficult for them to do that thing so it's like that building up of of those key you know, physical bodily skills that I think so many children miss. And I think they miss it because, um, and it's changing a little bit, but a lot of services are very risk averse. And so children aren't engaged in that really big physical, big body kind of movement that their body actually tells them they need to be. So if they need to spin around in circles, then, you know, they haven't got the space to do it or to climb a tree or, you know, like those really big things that I think, yeah, a lot of children are missing. Yeah, yeah, and I I think there's that that rush towards the the academics, and and we're focusing on on math and this little baby series we're doing, and and look if if uh, if the three year old can do something that 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 sounds like counting to a hundred, that's really impressive to grandma when they go to go to visit on the holidays, and and that that's great, but but if that child can't manage their body, um, and 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 hasn't hasn't mastered visual discrimination, for example, it's going to make them really hard to make it really hard for them to distinguish between a six and a nine. Um, and, and our brains look, um, I, I was listening to an, another, maybe it was the same neurologist, uh, as I was talking to Huberman that I was talking about earlier, maybe it was him, maybe it was somebody else, but, um, the vast majority of the real estate in our brains is there for, managing vision and movement and all of the all the parts of our brain that that it's very a very small part of our brain in comparison that isn't involved in managing the body and vision and the other sensory skills the part of our brain that's uh that's doing all the all the thinking all the cognitive stuff all of the all of the numbers and letters and language and all that kind of stuff is a much smaller part of the brain than than we often think um and the reason so much of our brain is given over to the the physical management of the movement of the body and the the sensory systems is because those are the really really important things and those mm. systems are coming online in the early years where we're wiring the nervous system and the brains together the the only way information gets into our brain is through our sensory systems and if those if if there's not that solid foundation in the early years it makes all the cognitive stuff we want them to do um much more much more challenging if they if they were lacking in the physical activity and and so it sounds maybe counterproductive to some people but one of the best things we can do to promote math skill readiness to make kids to prime them to be successful math learners when they get into more formal academic settings is to give them lots of opportunity to build their bodies in the early years Hmm. yeah that was a lot um yeah exactly and (laughs) it's funny I even think it um I was actually just talking to a school teacher yesterday so yesterday we had um a school like a local school bought um, a couple of their classes to our Timonel program for an excursion. So 
Um, we welcomed them down onto site and the aim was that they would have two hours of play on site. And so our team adult program tends to be um, like lots of tires and planks and ropes. We've got um, a little zip line that the children built themselves. We've got tire swings. We've got big crash mats, um, a mud pit area we've got a pond or like a trickle stream kind of thing um you know so there's lots of opportunities tree climbing all that sort of stuff so there's lots of opportunities for that physical development and you know those children were so engaged when they got there yesterday and I was talking to one of the um teachers from the school and she said oh this is so good for them she said um you know oh, they'll be exhausted by this afternoon and I said oh possibly I said but you know I said it's interesting how this actually impacts their ability to focus and to learn and, you know, to to do the things that we expect them to do in school. And I said, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if we could actually have this sort of thing for children before they even go to school in the morning? And, you know, we often expect children to arrive at school, and I'm talking kind of formal schooling, but we expect children to arrive at school ready to sit down sure. and learn. Now, for some children, they might have got gotten up and had breakfast and they might have done that while they were sitting and watching you know cartoons on the tv or whatever then they might have gotten the car or got on the bus and you know gone to school and then walk in sit down you know and so there's probably been very little like they're moving obviously but there's very little big body movement and I know um I actually spoke to a friend of mine who is an early childhood educator and her son goes to school with my son and he has some um some challenges with focus and stuff at school and she said one of the things that was working the most for her or for him was in the mornings at like seven o'clock in the morning he'd get up and go for a bike ride before he'd come back and then have his breakfast and get ready and go to school she said when he was a little bit littler it used to be go out and bounce on the trampoline for half an hour and you know those sorts of really big physical movement things she felt made such a difference when it came to him actually being able to focus in class. And, you know, and I think, you know, we're talking about early years, but I think that really shows how it sets that foundation for being able to then learn as we see it happening, you know, like that more formal instruction and, you know, that kind of math learning that we might see in the the later years of school. Yeah, well, I mean, our, our human brains developed in motion while we were being hunters yeah. and gatherers and hunters. And and so all of the cognitive bits are reliant on the physical bits. And so so what does what does um early math readiness, pre pre-numeracy activity and early learning settings look like when it comes to physical activity. Well, it, it really means kids need to be up and active doing things. They need to engage in a, an abundant of an abundance of heavy work. That's activity that pushes and pulls against the body and involves carrying, uh, because that's that's really doing a lot to develop their their proprioceptive systems. And that that's uh the the amount of pressure on their muscles uh the understanding of where their body ends and the world their world begins their position in space but even even things like their the, how much pressure they're using when they're when they're gripping things and if if kids hmm. haven't mastered mastered how tightly to hold their pencil it's going to be really hard for them to write the number seven 
Yeah. Um, and so that body, that body bit is really important, but then they also need to be doing all of that, that spinning and rolling and inverting that, uh, that kids like to do and adults often get uncomfortable with because that's building their, their vestibular sense, their sense of, their sense of balance. It's building all of those, all those little, uh, tiny parts in the, in the inner ear. Um, and, and that, doesn't sound like an important thing, but if you want them to be able to sit still um, when they're in in grade one or kindergarten or wherever they're learning the formal math skills, they have to have a, a well-developed vestibular sense just, just to be still in classroom and not, not get in trouble with the teacher because they're fidgeting all the time. Um, yeah. And so those, those play big parts in it. Uh, their, their vision is is very important. Uh, depth perception, uh, visual discrimination is really important. And so they need to again, they need to need to put their bodies into all kinds of positions and look at because looking at things upside down is different than looking at things um, um, right side up. And looking at things outside where the the visual space, the visual um, environment is so much bigger is important because it, it helps refine those vision skills. And so all of those activities outside play period is a is yes. a pre is a pre numeracy activity because it allows that visual system to to come online a, a lot more um and, and and then like you talk about that that we develop from the core out and so we need all that all that core stuff i mean look strong abs are required yes. to be N numeric to 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 build that 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 numeracy skill because if you if you don't have those strong that strong core and the strong shoulders and the strong upper arms you you don't end up generally having the control over those fine motor motor skills and the hand and wrist that are necessary to manipulate that per that that pencil into making a seven plus three equals equals ten. Um, and so it, it's all important. And, and we rush through so many programs, rush through it or, or to completely ignore well, don't it. Do it. Yeah. 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 And it, it's, it's vitally important in that, in that process. And so we need to, we need to free up time and space for kids to build their bodies. Yeah. And just slow it down and see that play, that physical play for the value it has, not just for, um, you know, kind of gross motor development. I think everyone kind of is all over that and goes oh well you know we put the balls out because it's great for gross motor development it's like okay cool but what else does it do what is that you know that motor development how else is that contributing to other areas of this child's life and it will and it's about you know for us as educators making that learning or that um, foundation for learning visible for families because I think that's a lot of the pushback and we've talked about that before like a lot of the reason why I think people rush through and want to focus on the academics is you know pressure or perceived pressure from families to I want my child to be able to read and write and you know count to 150 and you know whatever we need to be able to say well hang on a minute this is what we need to build that foundation that's our job as a professional is to be able to say well this is important and this is what they're learning and make it visible. You know, I think if we don't make it visible and actually, you know, being able to stand there and say, see how they're doing that over there, that's building this skill, that's building this, that's getting them ready for, you know, like yeah. it's that making it really visible and obvious to families. Because I think until you point it out, a lot of people don't see anything other than, oh, they're just getting their energy out. You know, it's that whole thing of, oh, outside place, just for getting their energy out. And it's like, they actually know there's so much more taking place. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, very few people would expect um, a child who hasn't mastered rolling over or holding their heads up yet to start walking. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's kind of what we've done with reading and and math is we've 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 skipped a whole bunch of steps. Ignoring um, a whole section of there. development. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we, so uh, us as caregivers understanding and then helping parents and administrators understand that there's this process going on. And mm. if we skip steps, we, we don't end up with the product we want at, at, at the end. Um, and that that process looks different for different children too. It's not sure. linear and it's not, you know, it's not consistent between children because you're going to have children who, you know, may be differently able to other children or you've got, um, you know, children where they just have a particular strength in that area or, you know, like you you will always have that even, you know, you'll see it within siblings. You'll have one child who's way more physical than another or, you know, like there's, there's that variance of that, but being able to show that it's a process that each child will go through. Yeah, yeah. There's there there's windows that are they're open for learning these things, and and different yeah. kids kids uh, acquire them at different times. The 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 visual acuity to tell the difference between what one little squiggle means and and what another little squiggle means for some kids it's online at at the the age of three, and other kids it might not come online online till the age of seven or eight or even even older. And so pushing mm. them towards towards learning numbers or learning letters or learning to read or learning to do math before they're visually ready even is is doing them a disservice well that's it leads to frustration on their part that I can't yeah. do this and that can lead to that I don't actually want to do this and then you lost that potential for a love of learning yeah yeah if you if you try to push them into it before they're ready it it frustrates everybody then but then when they're ready they have to go through this whole unlearning the the way we 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 forced it on them to to yeah. learn it right and that's a that's a a harder process in than waiting until they're ready and and coming online at it at their at their own speed absolutely hey let's wrap this one up because you got places to be and i've got a cocktail <laughs> to finish <laughs> that sounds thoughts? probably better than where i've got to be <laughs> any, any final thoughts before we pull the plug no i think that's it maybe if you've got final thoughts you should call the voicemail number <laughs> what's that number it's 228-363-6737 hey listeners if you got thoughts on this topic or any others you need relationship advice yeah you uh you want to give me advice about robot vacuum cleaners uh that clean up sand and dog hair anything you want to talk about leave a message we'll put you in the show you get it you get it wrong the first time just leave another message i'll play the good one we want to make you look good and uh and by the way sarah Still my favorite uh, listener because she's the first one to use the voicemail. If you wanna, if you wanna get on that on that on that good list, if you wanna get off the naughty list, call and leave us a message. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.